0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, for Monday the 25th of September, which is a very special day because I'm here in the new Scottish galleries of the National which is the National Gallery of Scotland, right in the heart of Edinburgh. And even better than that, I am with... Dr Tricia Alliston, who is the co-director of the National Gallery Project.
1: Thank you. We're actually standing in a gallery that is um, new, completely new. It's part of an excavation at the back of the National Gallery in the centre of Edinburgh, uh, and it's one of our largest spaces. Um, We've created a new suite of galleries for Scottish art, um, right in the heart of the city, uh, using um, some spaces that existed before, which were built in the 1970s, um, and also excavating new space as well. So we have a beautiful long run of galleries um, that can take you through in a sense the history of Scottish art from around 1945 back in time to 1800 or should you come in the other way from 1800 up to 1945?
0: And we're just looking here at the um, what greets you if you start in at the uh, beginning of this, the monarch of the Glen, Sir Edwin Glantier if I'm not mistaken, and people will recognise it from various bottles of whisky and um, boxes of shortbread and so on.
1: And We know that the monarch of the Glen encapsulates an idea of Scotland that for many people is very powerful. And we know that because we we took it around Scotland when we first acquired it. It's a relatively new acquisition. And we were astounded by the amount of warmth for um, this image. And uh, Monica the Glen, the city, in a large gallery um, surrounded by other views of Scotland, many of which were painted around the same same time in the mid-19th century. Um, And there's a whole wall, in a way, that shows this sort of rather dramatic, uh, magnificent um, full-on view of Scotland, we could say, I suppose, really pumped-up view of Scotland and particularly of the Highlands, um, but this gallery also tries to think about where the idea came from and how a lot of it was very much linked to the literature of the time and particularly Sir Walter Scott's writings, but it also starts to question the degree to which that image is real.
0: Uh, it's been a long journey, about eight years or so since the um, the project began, um, talk us through that and how it's, how it's worked for you.
1: Yes, well this in a sense is a project that's been um, decades in the making. Uh, there was a part a little gallery here that was built in the late 70s. And at the time it was built, it, was, it very much tried uh, to be accessible, it increased the size of the galleries at that time by 40%. But really, by the end of the 1990s, we knew that it was not really sufficient for modern uh, visitors or modern needs or the art that we were showing there. So for a long time, we've been wanting to redevelop this part of the galleries. Projects always take time, um, but as you've mentioned, uh, the location of this gallery is, which is superb in many ways. It's right in the heart of the city. It's it's right in the heart of Edinburgh World Heritage Site. You couldn't be more central in Edinburgh. Um, But um, the flip side of that is that we are Uh, right in the heart of the busiest streets we're above the railway tunnels near the station, at the bottom of a hill near the castle, so this is grade A heritage protected area, Um, and for many reasons it's it's complicated to to build in such areas Um, and we always knew this would be a complex project because uh, we are essentially, uh, quite a large part of it is underground, and building underground is always something that that you need to do very carefully, um, and you want to do well
0: We're now at the uh, point in the galleries where you have the Glasgow Boys and the Glasgow Girls. Tell me about their importance in Scottish art.
1: Yeah, so this is a group of artists um, who um, in the latter part of the 19th century were really reacting against the art establishment. Every generation of artists wants to do something new, but they were really uh, trying to do something new and deliberately looking to France and to the Netherlands to, to take on international Trends And in a sense, they also went out into nature in a way that was completely different from artists like Landseer and Horatio McCulloch. They wanted to depict uh, real people, ordinary people, working people, doing things in the countryside, not spectacular views, but but in a way, views of everyday life and in a way, a a type of everyday life that was beginning to go because coming from a city like Glasgow, second most industrial city in Britain at the time, um, they, they had a really interesting relationship with nature and the countryside. Um, and so that's, in a sense, what we get here. Is And the great thing is we're near one of our windows that so looks out onto actually the railway line, um, and you couldn't get a more modern view, in a way, in the mid-19th century going into the late 19th century because, like the Impressionists in France, the Glasgow boys were interested in modern life as well as um, this, uh, in a sense, beginning to disappear hard-working rural life this part of edinburgh outside was developed in the early to mid 19th century it's when the railway line was and railway station was built and it connects in a way that we want we want it helps people to understand the art but it also helps people to understand the landscape to see the art that was produced at the time there's a really interesting connection between the two
0: who is this for is it for the people of edinburgh the people of scotland um, or tourists like me
1: it's Everybody, uh, in a way, we um, we know that. Uh, the art that it contains, Scottish art, will be of great interest to everyone. And we know that because we've done a lot of visitor research. So international tourists want to see Scottish art. Uh, People coming from different parts of Scotland want to see uh, works by some of the artists from the places um, where they live. But we also, because we have these amazing views of Edinburgh World Heritage Site, we also know that a lot of local people are interested in them. To to be honest, the visitor statistics for for the National Gallery always astound us because um, the, the huge number, even when we had very few galleries, galleries on show. Uh, Huge numbers of people came back this summer so um, I think we're willing and able and wanting to to see what happens really because every time we've set a target um, it's been overtaken um, each time.
0: And this opens on Saturday the 30th of September 10 till 5 every day and like all the great museums and galleries in Scotland it's free.
1: It's free, and we have new activities. If you have families, bring them along. Um, bring along any time, but particularly on Fridays, there's going to be a whole lot of special activities for uh, families with children, uh, preschool and, and um, primary age, and older than that with artists. So there's there's a lot more going to be available for people, and it is all free. And people are really welcome. And we can't wait to see what. This uh, does make of it,
0: Dr. Tricia Alliston, co-director of the Scottish National Galleries project. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, and I look forward to, um, well, hopefully, coming back uh, and seeing this place filled with actual real people. Thank you, and thank you for listening. Goodbye.